Welcome to The Table Underground. I'm your host, Tegan Engel. We're digging deep into stories of food, race, radical love, and creative social justice. Today's show is about workers' rights and the exploitation that some restaurant workers, especially those who are recent immigrants, experience. I have worked cooking in many professional kitchens over the years, and I've worked with many types of food businesses, from institutions to food processing plants and farms. I've witnessed a wide range of treatment of workers, from businesses that put policies and practices in place to guarantee fair pay and fair treatment of workers, to other businesses that have taken advantage of workers and exploited people's situations by overworking them, providing poor working conditions, and inhumane treatment. I have been privileged to work in kitchens and food businesses on the better end of the spectrum, but I've witnessed and am well aware of the serious abuses that can happen in the food industry and many other industries as well. One challenge of capitalism is that the goal of making as much money as possible for as low a cost as possible can result in massive abuses of workers and in other cases animals and the environment, all in the name of profit. Many recent immigrants, both those who are documented and undocumented, do not know their rights, or if they know their rights, feel disempowered to assert them because of their need to keep their job, and they can be easily exploited by business owners or managers. Under our American legal system, all workers, regardless of status, are supposed to share the same legal rights and protections. My guests for today's show are Rafael, Ivan, Oscar, and Antonio, four of the six restaurant workers who recently filed a federal lawsuit against their former employer, the Townhouse Restaurant in Hamden, Connecticut. According to the lawsuit, each of the six men experienced terrible abuses of power, wage theft, intimidation, physical threats, forced overtime, on-the-job injury without workman's compensation, and pressure to return to work while injured, all of which left them feeling massively disrespected and scared. The men worked at the restaurant for between seven years and three months, dating back to 2009. They worked between 53 and 72 hours a week, with few rest breaks and were not paid overtime. Their weekly rates were as low as, in some instances, 597, 420, or 314 per hour. The six workers joined forces and connected with a local organization, Unidad Latina en Acción, to give them support and help them take action, something they could not have done on their own. In partnership with New Haven Legal Assistance Association, they have filed a federal lawsuit to fight for compensation and bring attention to the serious issue of abuse of workers. In the next three weeks, New Haven Legal Assistance will be filing three other federal workers' rights lawsuits against other businesses. The following conversation took place at the legal aid offices, with volunteer Megan Fountain of Unidad Latina en Acción serving as translator. While all of the men speak some English, I chose to speak with them in Spanish so that they could more fully express their thoughts. The interview will be played fully in both English and Spanish, both due to time constraints and so that people who speak either language can understand it. In a time when recent immigrants, mostly those with brown skin, are dehumanized in our media and national conversation, I think it is so important to listen to individual stories and see each person as human so that we can gain insight and compassion. I appreciate your patience in listening to both languages and hope that you're able to get a glimpse into the lives and thoughts of these four courageous men. Welcome. Today we have Oscar Mirafuentes, Antonio Vidal Rodriguez, Rafael Cedeño Amaro, and Ivan Espejo, who are four of the six plaintiffs in the lawsuit that was brought. We also have 
Megan Fountain from Unidad Latina en Acción, and Elise Wander, who is here from New Haven Legal Assistance Association, and she is a Yale Law student intern. Thank you all for being here today. I'd like to know a little bit about what motivated you to bring the lawsuit against the restaurant where you were working, the townhouse restaurant in Hamden, Connecticut. Entonces, quiero preguntarles ¿Qué les motivó a hacer esta demanda en contra de Hamden Townhouse Restaurant? Yo de hecho creo que ya estamos los latinos o los hispanos, sea de cualquier país que vengamos, este, estamos cansados de que hay mucho abuso en muchos restaurantes y la verdad nunca nadie dice nada por temor a no sé, a ser deportado o cualquier tipo de otra cosa y yo creo que es tiempo de que todos digamos algo, tenemos derechos como los demás y como les dije anteriormente a mis amigos, como entre un 90% de los restaurantes en Estados Unidos por lo regular este, son los hispanos los que hacen el trabajo, sea un dishwasher, cocinero, busboy o lo que sea siempre hay alguien que está ahí trabajando y en veces se puede decir que sufrimos abuso de diferentes maneras y es lo que yo quiero que Pare, porque a mí, yo soy cocinero, he trabajado como por unos nueve años en un restaurante y yo creo que ya es tiempo de, de ponerle un alto mm. a esto. I wanted to do the lawsuit because Latinos and Hispanics, no matter what country they're from, are tired of, of all the many abuses that we suffer in restaurants. Um, nobody wants to speak out because of fears, because of fears of being deported and because of fears of retaliation. But it's time, all of us who work in restaurants need to speak out. There's a large percentage of immigrants working in every restaurant as dishwashers, as cooks, and we suffer different kinds of abuses and it's time for it to stop. I've been a cook for many years and I think the time is now to say no more. Yes. <laughs> so, does anybody want to add something to that? ¿Quiere agregar algo? Este, para mí, este, yo quiero decir que trabajar en un restaurante es, es un trabajo difícil, que, que no, no es fácil estar ahí cocinando por 10 horas al día, o haciendo preparación, y eso merece un gran respeto y se nos debe de tratar bien y en este caso no se nos trató de esa manera y, y fue, fue por eso que decidimos hacer esto porque ya eran varios años trabajando en ese restaurante. For me, working in a restaurant is a difficult job. It's not easy to cook for 10 hours a day as a prep cook. We deserve respect, we deserve good treatment, and in this case, we didn't get that. And that's why I was motivated to do this lawsuit. Yes. Could you tell me how many years you worked, each of you, how many years you worked at the restaurant? ¿Podrían decir cada uno por cuántos años trabajaste en este restaurante? Yo trabajé alrededor de seis años. Tuve, empecé desde lavaplatos y preparé y preparé y cociné por esos años. 
I worked for about six years. I started as a dishwasher and then I worked as a cook, as a prep cook. Yo solo trabajé de tres a cuatro meses de dishwasher. I worked for three to four months as a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Yo comencé a trabajar ahí en el 2008 y fueron alrededor de unos seis o siete años que trabajé ahí. Yeah. I, I began to work there at Hamden Townhouse in 2008, so uh, seven years, six or seven years. Yo, tra yo trabajé tres meses de, de dishwasher y de, y de busboy. I watched, I worked three months as dishwasher and busboy. Sí. Tres meses. No, de busboy, ¿cuándo? De busboy, eh, un año, siete meses. Ah, uh, one year, seven months mm. as busboy. Three months as dishwasher. Okay. And Antonio, you started working when you were 17. Is that correct? Antonio comenzaste a trabajar cuando tenías apenas 17 años. Sí. Okay. Yes. And how many hours a day did you all work? ¿Cuántos, ¿Cuántas horas diario trabajaban? Yo trabajaba. Primero eran 10 horas cada día y después me aumentaron a 11. At first, I worked 10 hours per day, and then they increased it to 11 hours. Mm -hmm. How many days? ¿Cuántos días? Six. Six days a week. Yo trabajé, trabajaba de 10 a 11 horas diarias. Al principio eran seis días, después eran cinco días. I worked 10 to 11 hours a day. At first, six days a week, and then five days a week. Yo comencé a trabajar ahí cuando tenía yo alrededor de 16 años también. Y cuando comencé a trabajar ahí, trabajaba yo alrededor de 12 horas al día. De hecho, comencé trabajando en la noche. Y trabajaba yo como entre 70 y 72 horas a la semana. Y eso tenía que digo entre 16 y 17 años. I started when I was only 17 years old as well. And I used to work 12 hours a day. In fact, I worked nights. So I worked, como cuántas horas por semana? 70, 72. Like 60, 62 hours 70, a week. 70, 72 hours a week, sorry. Mm. He said 70, 72 hours. Mm. Sí, yo empecé, yo empecé a trabajar de, de dishwasher, que, que eran 60, 62 horas. Y posteriormente que, que, que estaba yo de bad boy, ya, me fui, ya eran más horas, ya eran 64, 69 horas a la semana. So when I started as dishwasher, it was 60 to 62 hours per week. And then when I was busboy, it was more. It was 64 or a little bit more hours per week. And when you started working at the restaurant, did you know about overtime and the laws about 40-hour work weeks? Cuando comenzaron a trabajar, ¿sabían de la ley de las horas extras? Yo no. No. No, no. Okay. And can you tell me a little bit about some of the things that happened at the restaurant that were bad for you. Podrían contar un poco de las cosas malas que les pasaron en el restaurante. Yo creo que era el abuso, se puede decir que verbal, discriminación o cualquier tipo de otra cosa. De hecho, casi en una cuatro ocasión casi pudo haber golpes entre dueños o así contra empleados. Yo creo que esa es una parte muy importante para mí. I would say verbal abuse and discrimination um, and sometimes it was so 
aggressive that uh, almost um, physical violence. Mm. Yo, mm, pues el break, el descanso que eran de 30 minutos, ya 5 minutos antes te quitaban, todavía no era bien y cuando era dishwasher entró, cuando salió el compañero igual que se llama igual que yo, Antonio, mm, entró otro que no sé de dónde es, no recuerdo bien y o sea es mayor que yo, como por 30 años y y a mí siempre me tocaba lo bici temprano y en la tarde, y, o sea que yo le decía al, al dueño que pues, si me podía cambiar el horario así, nunca me hizo caso y pues no sé, siempre me hacía explotar. Mm. Uh, I'm just gonna clarify, ¿El, ¿dijiste que él te tocaba? No, no. Que no tocaba. Que dijiste que había un, un, un trabajador que te llevaba como 30 años. 30 años, sí. Pero ¿Y él por solo qué? lo dejaba trabajar. Me dejaba a mí solo trabajar. Ah, ya. Yeah. ¿Y querías cambiar el horario? ¿Por qué? Por lo mismo que me tocaba lo. Era muy ocupado. Muy ocupado. Ah. Llegaba, entraba en la hora ocupada y salía en la hora ocupada. Me tocaban los. Le tocaba en el momento más ocupado. Ajá, amigo. Entonces salió un trabajador y tenías que trabajar solo. Y era muy pesado el trabajo. Sí. Um, so, my, my, my complaint is that uh, we were supposed to have a 30-minute break. And before the break was finished, um, they would order us to go back to work. Five minutes before the break was over. And then um, one of the workers left and I was alone on my shift and I asked to be changed to a different shift. En, en, el, en el caso mío llegó a trabajar un familiar de ellos y a, a, ella, a la persona a la persona le daban break en, en ocho horas y a mí no me daban absolutamente ni un break. Uh -huh. Y es algo de que yo creo que no es justo que nos traten a nosotros de la misma manera. As a busboy, I had to do everything. It was discrimination because there were family members working in the restaurant and they got to take a break, but I had to work eight hours without any break. So it's really discrimination. Um, they treated differently to their family members than to me. Sí, en las ocho horas, a ella le daban, a mitad de las ocho horas le daban su break y a mí me lo daban hasta que a mí me tocaba. O sea, a mí nunca me dieron un espacio para, para comer algo durante esas 12 horas. O sea, las 12 horas era una, una hora de break para nosotros. Sorry, he said that during a 12-hour shift, I wouldn't have a break. Durante 12 horas no, no te daban break? Solamente una, una hora nos daban. Una hora. No. So, during my 12-hour shift, I would get one hour off. Um, and the people who are family members would get their break before I would. Sí. Sí, yo trabajo de 8 de la mañana. Eh, mi break era de 3 y media. Y la persona que me ayudaba le daban antes. O sea, un poquito antes de que yeah. era la hora. So I didn't have a break until 3.30 p.m. I entered at 8 a.m. Didn't have a break until 3.30 p.m. But the other workers would get a break much earlier than I did. Mm -hmm. And... I understand from your lawsuit that they were not paying you 
the correct amount of money that we're not making minimum wage. Entiendo que la demanda dice que ustedes no ganaban el salario mínimo. No. No. And you were not making overtime. Y no les pagaban las horas no. extras. But you were making you were working 20 or 30 hours of overtime every week. Pero no. cada semana trabajaban tal vez 20 horas o 30 horas de horas extras. Sí. Sí. Yes. And were you getting a paycheck that was printed or were you being paid in cash? Les pagaba con cheque o con efectivo? Cash. Cash. Efectivo. Eh, okay. cash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> efectivo. And did you understand that what the restaurant was doing was not legal? And entendían ustedes que lo que hacía el restaurante era ilegal? Desde luego, pero no todos este En ese momento no todos queríamos comunirnos porque uno decía no yo no quiero parar mi trabajo. Yeah, we well we found out that the restaurant was paying us illegally, but it was hard to unite the workers because some workers said, well I don't want to lose my job. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask, what were you scared of? Claro, porque todos. ¿Cuáles eran los miedos de ustedes? O sea, a no Cuando decían, ah, no queremos hacer la demanda porque podría pasar, o sea, cuál... Or why didn't you leave? O, y por qué no dejaron el trabajo, porque seguían allí. Teníamos miedo a no encontrar otro trabajo en ese tiempo. No conocíamos mucho de gente que nos podía ayudar. Y el miedo que tenía, que ellos siempre le llamaban a la policía por cualquier cosa que hiciéramos, eso era lo que nosotros nos... Well, one fear is that how would we find another job? We didn't want to be unemployed. We couldn't take that risk. And um, another fear um, was that they would call the police on us. Which they threatened to do many times, yeah. It, uh, los dueños um, o los managers amenazaban muchas veces que iban a llamar a la policía. Siempre. They always they threatened to call the police. Incluso cuando nos despidieron, ellos nos dijeron que no nos acercáramos al restaurante porque la policía ya estaba informada sobre nosotros. When they fired us, they said don't come near the restaurant because the police have been informed about you. And if you tried to talk to the employer about the problems, what happened? Cuando ustedes intentaron hablar con los dueños sobre los problemas, ¿qué pasó? They told us they would resolve it, but they never resolved anything. Even the management of the restaurant, they have problems within their, their management, so they wouldn't even communicate amongst each other. Okay. So it sounds like... There was there were many different things that happened. All of them together made you feel exploited, disrespected, and not treated like human beings. Entonces parece que esto ella está escuchando que pasaron muchas cosas y ellos ustedes se sentían explotados. Ustedes este se sentían que les faltaba respeto y y eso. And now that you understand your rights, do you understand that everybody in this country who's working has the same rights to overtime and fair pay and fair treatment at work? 
y ahora ustedes ya entienden sus derechos, ya conocen sus derechos y ustedes ya creen que todos merecen un salario justo, un pago de las horas extras y el respeto en el trabajo. Desde luego, sí. sí. Desde luego porque incluso hay más restaurantes que trabajan en lo, lo mismo. Tenemos compañeros trabajando más restaurantes, incluso diners. Y, y es lo mismo, no se atreven a decir nada porque tienen familia y, y cosas por pagar y es por eso que no dicen nada, pero creo que eso es un ejemplo para que ellos también hablen y luchen igual que nosotros por sus derechos y se les respete. So, we, we finally found out that yes, um, we have rights, we have the right to dignified work. And we want to tell other people because we have friends who are working in the same conditions, who are putting up with the same kinds of abuse, but they don't want to speak out because they have family, they have bills to pay. And we want to speak out because it's time for everyone to demand workers' rights. Yes. So I know there were a lot of terrible things that happened about the humiliation about how people were fired or about injuries and being forced back into work. Um, Entiendo que hubo despidos injustos, que hubo, este, se, algunos se lastimaron en el trabajo y los obligaban a volver a trabajar cuando tenían, cuando estaban lastimados. Entiendo que había humillación. Would somebody like to tell one of the stories about either being injured or being fired and what happened. Alguien le gustaría contar la historia del despido o de cuando se lastimó en el trabajo? Pues yo este un, no recuerdo bien la fecha, pero tendrá así como tres años. Este sufrí una cortada en la mano. I don't remember the exact date, but about three years ago I had a cut on my finger. No, in, in, in on hands. my hand. Y fui al hospital y me I went to the hospital and they put stitches. There were two weeks that I could not work pero, and they didn't pay me for those two pero weeks. Ellos me una antes que que o iban a más y así por, por una semana, creo. So the doctor said that I couldn't work for two weeks, but they called me to work after one week, and they said that if I didn't go back to work, that they would replace me. And did you? And so you did not receive workers' compensation. Y no le no le dieron la compensación al trabajador que no. tenían que dar. Yeah. Yeah. No, en, en el caso mío de, de cuando fui despedido, fue fue de una forma. Eh, en que lastiman a uno como, como emigrante, sabiendo de que el trabajo es una responsabilidad que tenemos nosotros, tanto como cocineros y, y bad boys y dishwasher, eh, de, la forma que, de la forma que yo fui corrido yo creo que, que no es justo porque fue de una forma agresiva eh, e insultos y, y amenazas que si yo podía, no podía estar más de dos minutos ahí porque la policía podía, estar, podía llegar por mí. Y es una forma de que de la persona que, que a mí se me acercó y me agredió a centímetros de mi cara, yo creo que no es la forma de tratar a, a un inmigrante, ¿no? I want to talk about when I was fired. It was done in a way that's very hurtful to an immigrant because uh, a busboy, a dishwasher works very, very hard. 
And when they, they fired me, it was aggressive. There were insults, there were threats. They said, get out of here in two minutes or the police will be here. Um, and I think that's not the way to treat an immigrant. Lo que dijiste al final... De, de la forma de que, de que él me estuvo gritando enfrente de, de mi cara. Ah, y, he was... Sí. He was shouting at me sí, right up in his face. He was right up in my face and he was showing me his muscles. He was, he was up in my face like, like, showing, like showing me his body, his muscles in a way that was... Physically threatening him. Yeah, physically threatening him. He was a person who was a person en la forma de que me, se me puso de cara a cara aquí gritándome y pegándole a sus músculos y yo creo que no es una forma de tratar a una uh -huh. persona sabiendo que le trabajó uno digo mal pero digo es una es una persona que hay que saber saber tratar a la persona you need to he should know how to treat people with respect and not treat me like like a bully and humiliate me in front of everybody yeah and he was really physically threatening to him yeah, yeah I can como, see como in your una... face that it still feels very Um, upsetting to you about what happened. Dice que ella puede ver que esto eh, se puede ver en tu cara ahorita que pff, es yeah. un recuerdo doloroso. Yeah. Se dio cuenta muchacho, ¿eh? mm -hmm. yeah. Es como so si sacaras algo de adentro de ti, ¿me entiendes? Es bonito hablarlo, pero, pero siempre lo tiene uno. O sea, lo tiene uno adentro. It's, yeah. it's good Yo, to talk en, en el caso mío, yo ver a la persona pues me da miedo porque sé sé ellos lo conocen cómo es mm -hmm. y, sab really y saber de cómo me trató o sea, yeah you guys they know how this guy treated me and when I see him I just feel this terror sí. yeah. yeah he really he like he like looms over people sí fue de una forma no 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 o sea faltó un poquito para que me golpeara tal vez pero, Well, for me, I think, yeah, all of us are immigrants. Unless we are Native American people, all of us are immigrants, and nobody deserves to be treated horribly. And I think that part of why it's important to hear your stories is because we need people to think of each of you as a human being, not as an idea of what an immigrant is. Dice ella que... Todos somos inmigrantes que, excepto las comunidades indígenas, que son indígenas a esta tierra, um, would you say like Europeans or immigrants, they're, they're indigenous to this land. Mm -hmm. um, este, ella como europea es inmigrante en esta tierra, ustedes tal vez son indígenas en esta tierra, y, y ustedes son seres humanos y merecen el respeto como seres humanos. So, can you tell me a little bit, how do you feel like in this country, and maybe in this city, how do you feel people perceive you, and do you feel respected? Outside of work, do you feel respected in your community or in the city? Ya vamos a dejar de hablar del restaurante, ya vamos a hablar sobre la vida en Hamden, en, en esta área de Connecticut, en los Estados Unidos en general. ¿Hay discriminación o cómo es que la gente te percibe a ustedes? 
cómo es y cómo vivir en, en cómo se siente viviendo en, en Hamden, Connecticut o en New Haven, Connecticut yo me siento muy bien porque pues hay mucha gente buena, la verdad creo que hay más gente buena que mala y conociendo a personas, trabajando para ellos, mmm, haciendo amistades con gente nacida aquí. Siento que no, y no he tenido problemas con nadie, yo me, me siento bien. I feel pretty good. I think there are more good people than bad people. I've made friends and I've even made friends with people who are from here. So I feel pretty good. Yo puedo decir que, no sé, me gusta todo de Hamden, me gusta cómo vivo, no tengo problemas igual con nadie, me agrada, me fascina, no puedo decir más algo que no me gusta, en verdad me gusta. I like how I live in Hamden, it really um, interests me, it fascinates me to live here, I like it. Mm -hmm. Yo he vivido por un muchos años aquí en Handen también y bueno, nunca he tenido problemas con nadie hasta ahora que estamos pasando esto, lo del restaurante, pero he cambiado de tema. Uh, sí, a mí me gusta. De hecho, es una otra gente que es mala, pero la, como dice mi amigo, la mayoría de gente que yo conozco, pues es buena. Me gusta. I've lived Handen. in Hamden for many years and never had problems with anyone until I had real problems with the people at this restaurant. Like my friend says, um, you know, I'm not going to judge everyone based on the behavior of these bad actors. I think there's more good people than bad people. Sí, eh, en el caso mío, para mí está súper excelente en lo que es en, en Handling con Erico y los lugares pues, que ha ido a visitar, Nueva York y todo eso, pues, eh, no, nunca, nunca he tenido problemas en la parte mía y pues, me gusta, me gusta, me gusta la ciudad. I, I also like Hamden. I visited New York and I like it and I like to live in a very peaceful place. I'm glad to hear that you all have good experiences. That was not what I expected you to say. Me alegra que les ha pasado bien en este país. No es lo que yo esperaba, dice ella. Sí, en Hamden lo que nosotros nos sentimos se puede decir que es libre, ¿me entiendes? Siento que estamos más libres que en otras partes como Fairhaven o... Mm. Es lo que... What I feel in, is that in Hamden we're more free. I feel like we're more free than we are in Fairhaven. ¿Por qué? Um, no sé, siento como que es más racismo, por si puede decir, en ese lado. Hay mucho hispano y todo, pero no lo sé, no sé. Simplemente me siento como más libre, más espacio, no sé. La policía, yo sé que es, hemos, uh, nos han como querido echar a la policía, o sea, antes, pero la verdad me gusta, me siento libre. Simplemente no sé, caminar a la hora que yo quiera, día o noche, nunca puedes tener problemas. De hecho, en mi caso nunca he tenido nada así. Sin en cambio, en otras partes como, se puede decir, Fairhaven, en otras calles así pequeños, un robo asalto. Y sin en cambio, en Handen, yo nunca escucho eso. Um... Uh, I feel in, in Hamden that I can walk around whenever I want. I feel rather safe. Also, there's more open spaces. And in a place like Fairhaven, um, there's perhaps more racism. Um, even though there's a lot of Latinos who live in Fairhaven, we still feel racism there. Um, 
we um, there's a lot of police. Police presence is strong. Yeah, yeah there's a lot more police there, yeah. and also there's more robberies. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you could each tell us first of all. Thank you for sharing everything that you've said so far, and. You all have worked in food, and I wonder before you had this bad experience in the restaurant, if you could tell me a little bit about either other jobs you had working in food or about food in your childhood and things that you feel joy about around food and cooking. Gracias por compartir sus historias y ahora quiero preguntarles sobre la comida porque ustedes llevan muchos años trabajando con la comida y tal vez podrían decirnos un poquito sobre cómo era la comida en su niñez o hay, hay um, alguna algo de trabajar con la comida o preparar la comida o comer la comida que les da alegría? Desde luego, este, yo amo la comida, amo comer, <coughs> me encanta todo. Mi comida preferida es desde luego la mexicana, pero aquí he tenido la experiencia de trabajar en varios restaurantes. Me gusta la comida indiana, la comida italiana que es deliciosa, la pasta. Y, <laughs> este, I la, love, comida, la comida española también, es muy rica. I love all food. Of course, my favorite is Mexican food, but I've gotten the experience of working with different foods. So I like Indian food, I like Italian food, the pastas are delicious, I like Spanish food. Yo igual, la verdad, yo no he experimentado sobre comida española, indiana, eso solamente... Is it interesting for you here to have many different kinds of food? He, he said, I haven't tried oh. those foods. I haven't tried Indian or Italian or Spanish food. Oh, okay. No experimentado sobre eso. Y pues me gusta más lo mexicano. Les podría decir los nombres, pero tal vez no los conocen, la comida. Dígalo. He's going to talk about Mexican food. El chile verde. Green chili. Mole. Mole. Guajillo, no lo conocen. Guajillo, uh -huh. ¿cómo es? Es un tipo de chile. Uh -huh. Guajillo, guajillo sí. chile. Es ah. comida picante. Sí. Spicy es food. muy picante, es muy hot. Yeah. Me gusta. Esa comida, comida picante me gusta. I like spicy food. Yeah. Is there a memory of mole in your family that you want to tell us? ¿Tiene alguna memoria o un recuerdo sobre esas comidas con tu familia, tal vez? Sí. ¿Qué podrías contar? Sí, de hecho, mi abuela hace mole. A mí, cuando es una fiesta, cada año es la fiesta del pueblo donde yo vivía, y igual a ella le gustaba hacer mole siempre, cada año. My grandmother makes mole, and we have a festival in our village once a year, and she always makes mole for the festival. What kind of mole? What color? Rojo y verde. Red. Red and green. <laughs> and do many people in the community help? Y, uh, or la, just your grandmother? La gente en el pueblo se une, mucha gente se une para trabajar, para cocinar juntos, o solo tu abuela hace el mole para mm. las fiestas patronales o para las fiestas del pueblo? Mm, no, de hecho, son como, digamos que, ¿cómo se dice? Uh, 
Ajá, así es como la familia. Se ayuda de todo. Uh -huh. La familia cocina junta y para cuántas personas. So the family cooks together. La verdad, pues no sé cuántas. No Son 20 personas, 100 personas. 230 Cuando piensas en esas reuniones familiares, um, ¿crees que tu vida ya era muy, muy distinta a la vida acá o, o hay momentos acá? O... Sí muy diferente, distinta. It's very different the life down there compared to my life here. Yeah. So I know you like living in Hamden, but are there things that feel um, difficult here or things that are missing in your life here? Entonces has dicho que te gusta vivir en Hamden, pero tal hay hay cosas que te hacen falta acá, como el mole de tu abuela. Exacto, tal vez mi Familia que cocina, cocinan rico. Yeah, I miss my family and their delicious cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to be away. Es difícil estar lejos de la familia. Mm -hmm. And do you want to share something or maybe something in your community here that you... That Te gustaría you compartir algo sobre tu pueblo donde naciste o algo de tu vida acá? Eh, un momento, un recuerdo bonito de la comida, tal vez acá en los Estados Unidos o tal vez allá. Mm, recuerdos tengo, obvio, de allá, pero los últimos años los he vivido aquí y como dicen ellos, a mí me gusta de toda la comida, pero en especial cualquier tipo de comida, sea italiana, china o americana, lo que sea, siempre tengo que comer con algo picante, ¿me entiendes? Un chiste, <risa> lo que sea. Eso es lo, lo que yo... No puedo dejar de hacer, tengo que comer algo fuerte, obligadamente con algo picoso. Well, of course I have good memories. I also have a lot of experiences here eating Chinese food and American food. And I like it, but I have to add my spiciness because I have to add some spicy chili and that's the only way I can eat food. Sí, en el caso mío, pues yo me crié desde muy pequeño y de ahí empecé a, a, cocinar, a cocinar, aquí aquí apenas empecé a ser cocinero, eh, pero um, los recuerdos de México, pues yo siempre, siempre me he cocinado comidas mexicanas y ahora que estoy acá, pues me gusta de toda la comida, no hay una comida favorita de, de este país que diga yo no me gusta, o sea, pero, me gusta demasiado, sí, probar de todo y, y como dice el compañero, siempre con algo I raised myself since I was a young child. I always cooked for myself. Um, I like to try all foods, but I always have to add um, spicy chili. Yeah. yeah. So when you think about working in a restaurant, you know what doesn't work. You know what feels terrible. But when you think about working in a restaurant, is there something you can imagine that would make it feel... Um, supportive of you or would be a good situation for the workers in a restaurant? Entonces ya hemos hablado sobre las condiciones malas que existen en, en algunos restaurantes. Cuando ustedes piensan en un restaurante ideal, como el restaurante bueno donde les gustaría trabajar algún día, ¿cómo sería ese restaurante? Yo creo que, que sería un restaurante súper bien 
tanto para los trabajadores, dueños y, y clientes, ¿no? Porque hasta la, la, las mismas personas que irían a comer se sentirían bien, contentos, ¿sí? Y yo creo que trabajar, en, no importa el, el, el color, ¿no? Yo creo que el color, no, no, yo creo que trabajar en equipo sería, sería lo máximo. Y... Um, well, I envision a restaurant where it's good for workers and good for customers. Um, and I envision a restaurant where color doesn't matter, where we work as a team and it doesn't matter what color you are. Mm -hmm. Do you have any specific things you think would help? Not just like a general suggestion, but specific things you think a restaurant could do to make life better for the workers. Y qué qué podrían hacer los restaurantes que como alguna acción eh, concreta que un restaurante podría hacer para mejorar la vida de los trabajadores. Yo creo que principalmente tenía que haber una buena comunicación para que todos o sea concuerden, ¿no entiendes? Especialmente mm -hmm. desde, empezando desde el, lo que sea del dueño, igual de todo, una buena comunicación y obvio un buen servicio y que la gente cuando salga de ahí se sienta contenta con ganas de regresar. I think it's about good communication that there's clear understanding, clear like that the that the management sets a good tone about about how we're going to communicate and how we're going to work together. Um, and so that the worker at the end of the day can go home feeling good about their work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've worked in many restaurants and in many different cities and I've seen a spectrum of the way that workers are treated. I have never worked somewhere where they were being treated as you have described, but I am aware of it because I worked in the industry for a long time. Um, and I had the privilege to not have to work somewhere like that. Eh, dice que he trabajado en varios restaurantes en varias ciudades y he visto unas condiciones buenas, unas condiciones no tan buenas, pero he tenido el privilegio que nunca he vivido lo que ustedes han vivido. And um, I'm very um, proud of you all that you are standing up to fight for your rights in the restaurant. Y estoy muy, muy orgullosa de ustedes que ustedes están rompiendo el silencio, alzando la voz y luchando por sus derechos en el restaurante. And I know that it's a very scary thing to do that. Entiendo que es algo muy difícil que se hay que enfrentar los miedos. Um, I'm wondering if you can share with us what do you hope to get from bringing this lawsuit against the restaurant? Podrían compartir qué es lo que quieren lograr por medio de esta demanda legal? Mm, en, en, el, en el caso mío yo creo que, que lograr que lograr que pues que ya no nos que ya no discriminen a, a cualquier persona, ¿no? a cualquier persona, especialmente a los hispanos, ¿no? que, que es cuando en cualquier restaurante que trabaje uno siempre siempre hay más discriminación y yo creo que lo que queremos lograr es de que pues ya 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 basta no ya ya basta de de, de tanto discriminación uh, what I'm trying to achieve is no more discrimination no more discrimination against anyone and especially against uh, Hispanics who experience so much discrimination enough enough is enough what about you all yo he visto mucha gente, de hecho, que es americana, o sea, de este país, y 
humillando a hispanos, a cualquier inmigrante, tipo de inmigrante, y sabiendo que en cada restaurante que ellos van a comer es un latino o hispano, un inmigrante, lo que sea, que el, el que le da su desayuno, el que le da su breakfast o su lunch o dinner, lo que sea, ¿por qué tratar mal a la gente de esa manera si ellos son los que te están dando tu o te preparan tu comida? Mm. Well, I've seen a lot of um, Americans humiliating the Latino, Latinx people who work in their, in their kitchens. And why? Why do they do that if it's, if it's Latinx people and immigrants who give them their breakfast, their lunch, their dinner? Mm -hmm. why, why treat us this way? That's the number one message of all of this is that everybody is a human being and deserves respect and... It's terrible that you have to fight for it in this way, but it's important that you're putting that message out into the world. Así es, es lamentable que uno tiene que ir a hacer una demanda para para lograr eso, pero sí, ella está totalmente de acuerdo que hay que exigir el respeto. And Antonio, what about you? What do you think? Why are you doing this? ¿Por qué te unes a esta este esfuerzo? Pues estoy completamente de acuerdo con lo que dijo el compañero Rafael. Contra la discriminación. I agree completely with what Rafael said that we want to stop discrimination. And you all are not doing this on your own. You came to the organization Unidad Latina en Acción to help you. Why did you feel like you needed to go to an organization to help you instead of going on your own? Y ustedes no están solos en esta lucha. Ustedes han ido a Unidad Latina en Acción. ¿Y por qué han, han ido donde Unidad Latina en Acción? ¿Por qué no están haciendo esto solo? Porque yo creo que entre, como dicen uno, la unión hace la fuerza y me he dado cuenta que Unidad Latina tiene bastante gente que nos apoya y como la primera protesta que hicimos, o sea, vi la unión de ellos el esfuerzo que hacen, luchan por uno, por, no por uno, sino por todos. Y la verdad me gustó, me quedé muy sorprendido, por así decirlo, por Unidad Latina. La verdad, se merece un respeto. La verdad, Unidad Latina este es una gran asociación que ayuda especialmente a los inmigrantes. Well, we... I realized that in unity there is strength, and so... I went to ULA for support, and when we had a protest, I saw the strength that we had. Um, ULA, a lot of people came out to the protest, and ULA has this attitude that they're going to fight not just for, for me, but for everyone. I was really surprised to see the people come out to the protest. I think ULA is a strong association um, that deserves respect. Great. And I know you're receiving legal support from New Haven Legal Aid Association, um, which is the group that is bringing all of this work together. Um, y están recibiendo el apoyo legal de este New Haven Legal Assistance Association. So we have to wrap up, but for either of you, would you is there anything you'd like to share about this case that hasn't been said already? Sure, yeah, I, I'm just, um, I'm glad that we're able to to bring the case to tell uh, the stories of these workers and of workers generally. Um, sort of one of the things that law can do is tell stories um, to the public and to the courts that wouldn't always be told or always listened to. So that's one of the really important aspects for us. 
Mi trabajo como abogada es, es um, hacer que la corte escuche las historias de ustedes. Y eso es lo más importante, que la corte y que la comunidad en general escuche las historias de ustedes, porque muchas veces son historias que no se cuentan, que no se escuchan. Thank you all for your strength in joining me today. Muchas gracias por su fuerza y por venir el día de hoy. Gracias. Gracias a ustedes por, gracias. por esto que están haciendo por nosotros y continuaremos con esto, este caso. Bueno, gracias. So we're here to make sure those of us that come here, that eat here, we must know where our money is going. So everybody must know that they are paying their workers honestly and ethically. And that's why we're here. I come here and I want to know that this place is a place that deals with the people that work here morally and ethically. I've seen cases at a lot of restaurants in and around New Haven and what I've learned is that the laws are completely inadequate to change the situation, that community organizing is the only thing that's going to change the system. The best example is Goodfellas Restaurant, which is an Italian restaurant on State Street in New Haven. The Connecticut Department of Labor has sanctioned them multiple times for stealing wages. The U.S. Department of Labor has sanctioned them, and they've been taken to court for um, failing to pay their workers the proper wages and they keep doing the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. And even when we go to the Capitol and we change the law of Connecticut, so Unidad Latina en Acción worked on getting a law in Connecticut so that now employers are liable to pay double if they are found guilty of not paying the proper wages. And yet the Connecticut Department of Labor still is not pursuing these cases aggressively. The data shows that almost 50% of restaurant workers are not getting paid the overtime that they should be. Uh, about 20% of workers in low-wage industries are not getting paid the minimum wage or have experienced some kind of wage violations. And community organizing is the only thing that's going to build the power for people to change this reality. Thanks for listening to The Table Underground. I'm your host, Tegan Engel. You can check us out on our website, thetableunderground.com, where there's a lot more information, photographs, recipes, and links to all kinds of things. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and check out our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and, of course, on our website. Check you next time.